מעילה צ'פטר 4, הלכה א', המפריש מעות דחתתו לעולתו ולאשמו לתורין ובני יונה, מועלין בהן משעה שהפריש. הפריש ישלמים, אין מועלין בהם. The distinction here is between קדשים, קודשי קדשים וקדשים קלים, where as we saw in last chapter, with קדשים קלים, there is no מעילה before זריקת הדם. Um, with, uh, with Kodsh, and, and even after Zerikat uh, Hadam, the things that become edible become edible, and therefore there is no Ma'ila, only the other things become, uh, only the rest, which are the Emurim, are subject to Ma'ila. However, Kodshe Kadashim, the entire thing is subject to Ma'ila. So, Torim um, Uvnei birds, they can only be brought as Kodshe Kadashim. Therefore, if uh, someone separates monies, for something that's going to become Kodshe Kadashim, namely Hatat Ola Asham, Torin Vniyona, then there is Meila from the moment that those monies are, are dedicated for that. Halachabet. Hiktish ever echad ledamalov mizbeya, harize safek im pasheta kedusha bechulo, o lo pasheta. Lefichach, tikrav, velo ipade. Veim nifda, en moalim, bepidionom. If the person dedicated a single limb of the animal for the altar for the Mizbeach, then it's not clear, it wasn't decided in the Gemara whether the Kedusha attaches to the entire life of the animal, and therefore to the, the entire value of the animal or not. Therefore, um, that animal should be brought as a Korban and not be redeemed. But if it was redeemed, then that other animal, the substitute animal, does not have me'ila, because we don't know if the, the substitution was for the entirety or just for a part. So therefore, um, it's one of those rare cases that we are not sure, and therefore we cannot say there is me'ila in HaTorah, and it's only Asur, but there is no me'ila. Halakha Gimal. Hamafri shma'od l'inziruto asur lehenot bahen, ve'im nehena lomal, מפני שהם ראויים לבוא כולן שלמים, ואין בשלמים מעילה, אלא באמוריהן החזרי קדמים. If someone separates some monies for the, the process, the procedure, the ingredients of the procedure of Nazir, then of course he cannot derive outside benefit from those monies, from those amounts. But if he does, there is no מעילה, because conceivably the entire amount of those monies could be used for שלמים. There is no me'ila in shelamim, but there is only me'ila in shelamim kadashim kalim, therefore the only me'ila would be after zirikadamim and only with respect to the emurim. Met, ipelul nidava, if the nazir dies before he brings the offering, then that money has to be brought for nidava, which as we explained um, last time is the general account of Bet HaMikdash for buying korbanot. Hayu meforashin. If, however, he distinguished and he said this amount of money is for the hatat that comes with the nazir, this amount of money is for the, uh, the shalamim that come for the nazir, then the amount that was for hatat, if he dies, then one may not derive benefits from it, and rather they have to be, the actual money has to be thrown to Yama Melach, which is a way to say, it cannot be used, must be destroyed. And the me'ola, 
but the, the amount that was for the Ola, for the Korban Ola, then that should be actually used for Ola. The Ola is brought, and that Korban is subject to me, that animal is subject to Meila as well. Amar elu lehatati ziruti. If he says these are for Korban Hatat, which is Kutche Kadashim, and these are for my Nazirut, which could be conceivably, the, the entire amount could be used for Shelamim within the Nazirut, im nehena bekola she'ar, ma'al. If he derived benefit from all the amount that was separated for everything else having to do with Manizirut, then there is Ma'ila because at least a little part of that would have been for Kotche Kadashim, even though most of it could have been for Shelamim. But if he only derived benefit from a portion of it, also if he says, these are for my Ola, the rest of Manizirut, not for the Hatat, but for the Ola, and then he, he derives benefit from all of it. He, he, he transgresses Me'ila. Why? Because the portion of it will be for Hatat. However, if he doesn't derive benefit from the entire amount, but just for, from a portion, then that portion could have been conceivably Shelamim. And therefore, as we saw earlier, there is no Me'ila. If he separates some monies and he says, these are for my Ola, and these are from my Hatat, and these are from my Shalamim. And then they all get mixed up together. Then whether someone derives benefit from a portion of them or from the entire thing, there is Me'ila. Why? Because they're all mixed up, and then whatever amount you take from there is going to have within it a little bit of Hatat and a little bit of Ola, and therefore there is Me'ila. So what can a person do if, if the, the, this happened, and in fact all the money's got mixed up? He has to take three different animals and and then he he he, he transfers he transfers the money uh, he says whatever the money is of I don't know I have like the 20 coins here whatever of, whichever of these coins that happen to be for Ola they, their Kedusha is transferred to this one animal, which is for Ola, and that's how, and so on and so forth, and that's how you are able to transfer the, the Kedusha from the Ma'ot that are mixed up to actual specified animals. Halakha Dalet. Echad mimmehuyyeve kinnin sheifrish Ma'ot ve'amar elu lehovati mu'alim bechulan u'mu'alim mikzatan ve'immet there is something called kinnim, which is when somebody is hayav shenetarim or shenetarim. Kinnim means literally nests, and nest back in the day wasn't uh, wasn't a very fancy smoke detector. It was it was something that people used to have in their homes for for birds. So if you want to say a couple of birds, you would say a nest. That's kinnim. And when you bring a couple of birds, one usually is for hatat, the other one is for ola. In any event, they'll always be kochek adashim. And therefore, um, regardless of which is which, if he derives benefit from any portion of that, given that this is kochek adashim for sure, then this is ma'ila. Halachahe. Hamafrish hatat al achilat helev vhevi'ah al achilat dam. Harezilo kipper. Lefichach lomaal. Now, we're going to start a series of halachot where somebody 
dedicates a korban or an amount for a certain purpose and then uses it for another purpose. The rule is going to be if the person derived benefit from the, that second unauthorized purpose, then that's also merila, even if that second purpose is something that has to do with kapara as well. So we're going to start with a case in which this is not the case and because the, the enjoyment didn't really work. <clears throat> so somebody dedicated the hatat for achilat helev, for having eaten helev, which is hayavekeretot, and therefore is hayav hatat. But but he made a mistake, and he brought it instead for the sin of having eaten blood, which is also hayavekeretot, and it's also hayav hatat. By the way, helev and dam are the quintessential examples the Gemara uses throughout to, to give examples of somebody who mixes up things. So they, they mix up, they don't remember if they, if they ate chelev or they ate dam, and so on and so forth. So because he br brought the wrong korban, he didn't get any kapara, and therefore he derived no benefit from it. He, he wasted monies that, were, that have been allocated for, for a hatat, but he wasted them without deriving any benefit, and therefore there is no ma'ila. However, if he separates um, monies as opposed to having as opposed to having the actual animal, and then and then he, he used that money for the wrong purpose, if he didn't realize that that's what he was doing, then the korban actually counts, and therefore that's ma'ila. If he realizes what he was actually doing, if he on purpose changes the purpose of this of this money, then the korban doesn't work, and therefore there is no meila. Now, a more classic example, somebody put apart two selaim for Korban Asham, which is Kadashim Kalim, and then he brings, and then, uh, is it Kadashim Kalim? I believe it's Kadashim Kalim. Um, but then he brings, with that money, um, he, he rather buys two animals for a barbecue, for Holin, for just eating himself. So he used the money of Asham for a very personal, non-Kadosh purpose, then that's an obvious case of Ma'ila. And the consequence is that he has to pay back 10 dinarim. Why 10 dinarim? Because 10 dinarim is two selaim and a quarter. Two selaim and a quarter equals 10 dinarim. Each sela is four dinarim, and therefore four plus four plus 25 percent, that's 10. Asham, and then he has to use that money to buy a very fancy asham, I guess, much more expensive, much more expensive than the one that he thought to buy before. And then he further has to bring a korban asham just for the action of meila. Lefichach, im hayahad mishen ha'elim shekana yafeh shenes elaim, ve'asheni yafeh asarad inarim. Therefore, 
if it so happens to be that the money he spent on these other two other animals, which he was going to eat himself, that money happens to have been very good business there, and with with um, with eight with uh, two selaim with eight dinarim, he managed to get a bargain, and then the animals. It turns out that one of them alone is worth um, eight, and the other one alone is worth ten. Then he has to bring the one that is worth ten as a substitute for the one that he that he stole, so so to speak, from Bet Hamikdash. Then he can use the other one for his korban asham. If, however, he used that money to buy two animals, but one of them was already used for uh, was going to be used for Hashem and one for Holin, and again, same example, one is worth ten coins, one is worth eight coins. He really stole eight coins. But if the if the one that he had separated now in his new substitute idea, the one that he wanted to bring as, a, as an asham, is now worth eight, then he has to bring it as a uh, as asham for his first asham. Or if the one of Holin was worth only two, he can bring it as asham me'ila. And then he has to pay, in addition to that, five dinarim, which is which is the 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 twenty percent of what he had uh, stolen. Let me just work out the math here. Something doesn't make sense to me. Okay, simpler than than I thought. So he he stole, really, so to speak, he stole. Uh, eight coins, chesilaim, which are eight dinarim. Um, but he he used them. He got a bargain, right? So he he actually paid back five of them. So in reality, if you steal eight, you're supposed to pay back ten, because you already paid paid back five because of the of the animal which he brought, the second animal. Therefore, he only has to pay uh, five. So he brings both as uh, one. Is brought as a as a asham. The second one is brought as a asham meila for the action of meila, and then he still owes now because he got a bargain. He still owes five, um, and so he, he takes the five coins and, and brings them to the general account of the midrash nedava, which calls for other korbanot. And by the way, asham is kotche kadashim. I, I made a mistake before when I say kadashim kalim. Halachazayim ham nehene midemei hatat ashilo kareva hatato. יוסיף חומש על מה שנהנה, ויביא בדמים הטתו, ויביא קורבן אשם על מעילתו. If somebody derives benefit from the hatat, קורבן hatat, before it's brought as a קורבן, then just like every other מעילה, he has to add the 25% and use that money to, to, to buy a קורבן hatat, and then he has to bring a קורבן אשם for the action of מעילה. וכן אם נהנה מדמי אשם עד שלא קרב אשמו, יוסיף חומש, 
יביא בדמים אשמו, יביא אשם אחר למעילתו, שקורבנות המזבח, מעילתן לקורבנות המזבח, וקודשי בדק הבית, מעילתן לבדק הבית. This is a rule that was underlying the halachot we just read, which is, uh, whenever you do מעילה, you have to bring a קורבן אשם. That's it, it's period. You just have to bring one. Um, if you had done מעילה with קורבן חטאת, then you use the, the 125% restitution amount that you have to bring to buy חטאת, and vice versa if it was קורבן אשם. So the money that is going to be paid for something that was destined to, for the altar, for the Mizbeach, is going to be used for that same purpose. Conversely, if something, something was destined for the general operating account of Vitamin Dash Bedekabait, then that amount, as well as the penalty, is going to be used for that purpose as well. If he found out that he did Meila, but then after he did Meila, the Hatat was actually brought, but he hasn't yet, he hasn't yet, uh, he hasn't had a chance to, to, to separate or to, to set something apart for his Meila, or that he He, uh, he did set something apart. No, in other words, the Hadad is worth, is, is worth uh, eight, and he still hasn't had a chance to, to bring in a, another two. And then the eight was already brought as a Hadad. So, in other words, you, you do Meila of something that was worth eight, you now owe ten. So what happens if before you were able to make it up to the Hadad and bring something of the higher value of ten, something of the value of eight was brought In its stead. So you liha meila vehum shaha liyam hamela. So it's as if it's as if that, that he brought a, a hatat um, instead of another one. So what happens when you, when you have a, one hatat, you have two animals and Uh, you wanted to bring one of them and then you bring the other one instead, then the first one that was already designated as Hatat needs to be, needs to be, is Behema Shemeta, which we saw a few chapters ago, it needs to be killed or destroyed in some way so nobody derives benefit from it. So the, in this case, what the person is going to have to do is, is going to have to take 10 coins, 10 dinarim, and throw them to Yam HaMelach, 8, as well as the 2 of the, of the, of the penalty. נודע לו שמעה לאחר שקרבה חטאתו יפלו מאות המעילה וחומשה לנדבה שאין מפרישים בתחילה לאיבוד ובין כך ובין כך יביא אשם מעילתו. If however he found out that what had happened that the, the hatat that was brought was not the one that was intended because it was the cheaper one then he has to take those 10 coins and bring them for נדבה uh, They are not going to be thrown to Yam HaMelech, they are going to be used for Betamin Dash Kurbanot, because um, he, he no longer can, can designate that money for Kurban Hatat, because it's, because it's, uh, it's money that should, that should be destroyed in reality, but you cannot do Hekdesh for something that's going to be, to be destroyed, and therefore, as a default, what we have is we, we send everything to Nedavah. In either case, he has to bring a Qurban Asham 
like every time for the, in, because of the action of my light self. בן שנודע לו שמעל קודם וכשקרב אשמו, או אחר שקרב, תיפול מעילתו וחומשה לנדבה, מפני שכמותר אשם ויביא אשם, אשם מעילתו. Now, אשם has a concept of מותר אשם. מותר אשם, אם הלכות בסוריה מוקדשים, um, it's something that was, that was designated beyond, in excess of the value of the אשם, because the אשם sometimes has a set value, then that's always going to go to נדבה. So as opposed to hatat with the asham, in either of those cases, the, the me'ila, and the, whether it was brought to the mizbeah or it wasn't yet, um, still the money will go to nedava because this is considered as mutar asham. And still he brings also the separate korban of asham, asham me'ila. Hadachachet. Hamokher olato ushlamav lo asa kelum bedin Torah שיחזרו המעות חולים כמו שהיו. A sale of a korban, of something that was designated as עולה או שלמים, doesn't count. It, it, the, the sale is invalid, is void, null and void, doesn't, doesn't have a legal value. Therefore, the monies don't suffer for that and, and never leave the status of חולים. וכנסו אותו חכמים שיפלו המעות לדבר. However, חכמים said, uh, this is not... appropriate and uh, we were going to penalize a person and make the, those monies become nedava as opposed to, to not becoming anything. Even if, let's say I had a korban hatat that was worth four and I managed to sell it for five. So the sale doesn't count and therefore the, the monies Are, and the person who got, who got the, the, the animal still has to bring it as a korban, if, if they found out, of course. And uh, now these monies that are received are going to go to Nadava, but it's not that it's, there is no me'ilah here, not minaturana midevesofrim, it's just a penalty that have imposed, I guess, to make people be more careful about these kinds of transactions. Halakhatet, yesh me'ilah ban nedarim. very important rule from the Gemara, with respect to Nedarim, things that um, a person, by, by his own volition, wants to forbid upon himself, then there is Me'ila. How so? Kesad, ha'omer ki karzu alay korban, o hekdesh va'achalaha ma'al, afal pishahim utlet la'achirim. The classic form of a Nedar is to designate an object or a thing, something that I want to refrain from having a benefit um, from it as a korban. So if I say uh, this piece of bread is to me a korban, that's my way of making it a nether. And that's a, that, that's a more classic form of nether. And not, not only am I not allowed to eat it now because of this nether, but also this thing has a status of a korban, at least for the purpose of me'ila. And if I go ahead and eat that bread, I have to pay back the value of the bread plus 25%. However, even though this is something that's only forbidden for me, it's considered as a korban for me'ila, but it's something that's only forbidden for, for me, it's not really a korban, and therefore 
it doesn't get the the discount, sort of like the benefit of the korban, which is that I can exchange it for something else and transfer the kedusha for something else, pidyon. Amar kikarzo kodesh korban vachalah ben hu ben aher maal lefichach yesh pidyon. So if I say I'm sorry, the, the, there is a nuance here. If I say if I say this bread is to me a korban, then that's the the rule, what I just said. If I say, however, this bread is a korban, or this bread is like hekdesh, then I'm phrasing it in a universal kind of ways for me and for everyone else. And therefore, if somebody else eats it, then then uh, then I think that I'm the one who, who has me'ila. I should have stopped that person from from eating it. Um, I'm not, I'm not actually, actually, I'm not sure who is the one who transgresses me'ila, but there is me'ila here. And also there is pidyon, also like uh, everything else that was donated to Bet HaMikdash, um, it's about the monetary value and there is a process with a surcharge through which I can transfer the Kedushah to something else. If I had a piece of bread that was hefker, it didn't belong to anyone, and I said, this piece of bread is hereby donated to Bet HaMikdash, which I didn't say for myself, I said for everyone. Um, it's a little difficult to understand this, but depending on the motive, on the purpose that I that I have when I then go ahead and take this piece of bread, which is now Hekdesh, if I do it for myself, then I have to uh, pay me in the surcharge for the value of the entire bread, the actual value of it. If it's to if it's to, to take it and give it as an inheritance to my heirs, then it's according to Tovat Hanayasha, but according to the benefit that the person on the other side, my heirs are going to derive from it, which might be different. Um, I think that to understand this, one would need to study the, the relevant sugiyot. But Rambam is obviously like, he always is, he's summarizing sugiya here, and more often than not, if you study sugiya, you'll see that it was very difficult to understand, and then Harambam summarizes everything in a couple of lines, make, making everything very, very clear. Someone tells his friend, this piece of bread that, that I own is to you, just to you, as if it were, or is to you, Hekdesh, with respect to you, is donated to Bet HaMikdash. And then, and then went ahead and gave it to his friend in any event, then the person receiving it, he doesn't, he didn't do anything by receiving it, but the moment that he, ah, sorry, sorry, so what happened here is as follows. So there is a Shimon and Levi, right? So Shimon takes a piece of bread and says to Levi, here Levi, this piece of bread, I'm going to give this piece of bread, but before I do that, the moment before I do that, I'm going to make this be hekdesh 
to you only. So I take the bread, I make it a Kadesh, and then I give it as a present to my friend Levi, with friends like this, right? So then Levi turns around and says, Shimon, I don't want this. Why would I want something that's a Kadesh? Here, you can have it back. So by giving it back, when when it was Hekdesh for Levi, then Levi is the one who did Me'ilah. The first one, Shimon, didn't do it Hekdesh with respect to himself, and therefore uh, he doesn't have any Me'ilah issues here. And so too, everything else regarding Konamot, which is, means Nedarim, prohibitions, there is Me'ilah for with respect to the person um, for whom the thing is a korban or hakdesh. Vechol devarim han esarin alav beneder kazem istarafin. Veim nehenam ikulan beshave peruta maal. And all of these things can be aggregated. That's the first rule. And second rule is me'ila would happen so long as the benefit is at least shave peruta, which is the smallest coin available in Talmudic times. הלכיו <אח> וכיוון שנכססו, אינן צריכים פדיון, אלא נהנים בהם מיד. במה דברים אמורים? אוקיי, let's take it a little slower. A person points to some uh, plants, something that's growing, flowers, and he says, if these flowers are not going to be cut today, by the end of the day, they are going to become hekdesh. Or, this garment is going to be hekdesh if it doesn't get burned today. So you can imagine somebody, a blacksmith working very hard and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm about to lose my clothes, and then decides, uh, you know what, forget about it, I'm not going to let my clothes uh, ruin my day. Uh, I'm going to do uh, just not own these clothes one way or the other. I, they're either going to be burned, if they're not burned, they're going to become hekdesh. So I'll stop worrying right now. Um, so that's what he said. And then the day passed and, and the condition didn't happen. In other words, they became Hekdesh. Then this is just like any other Hekdesh. And only after he does Pidyon, he can go back and, and use his garments or, or garment or his flowers because otherwise they are Hekdesh. But if he said the opposite, if he said these flowers are going to be hektesh until I cut them. Notice how Rambam dropped the example of the clothes because obviously it doesn't work with that example. You can't say these clothes are going to be hektesh after they are burnt. If that's what happened, then he cannot do a pidion to them. <clears throat> so they are hektesh until they are cut, right? And then he's going to try to do pidion to them. This pidyon is not going to work. Because 
because every time he does pidyon, they are going to go back to becoming Hekdesh until they are cut. And the moment that these uh, flowers are indeed cut, they don't need any pidyon. Um, but they can be enjoyed right away. So I don't understand why these plants go back automatically to become Hektesh after I do Pidion. I, I don't I don't understand. But let's just take it as it as it says here without understanding the why. If if I do Pidion to these flowers, these plants before they are cut, they'd go back to becoming Hektesh and therefore Pidion doesn't work. Again, I don't know why, but that's that's what it says here. Um, and the moment that I cut them, I can drive benefit from it right away. That's only fine the one attempting Pidion of my own plants, the ones that I made a Kadesh myself. However, if somebody else wants to come and do Pidion, even before they were cut, then this Pidion would count and the plants would have their Kedushat transferred somewhere else, even with respect to the person that had done Hekdesh. Baruch Amen Amen.